Hello to everyone. Welcome to the Force of Asa podcast. Uh, this is your host Shubham, and as usual, I have with me my friend and my co-host Aniket joining in from Vancouver. Uh, Aniket, how are you? And uh, it's 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 the first time that we are recording this on on a video, so, so people and our listeners will be able to see who we are actually. So do you do you have any first message to to all the listeners? Hello everyone. Hello. and good afternoon it's afternoon here good night to you guys because it would be night there uh it's a totally new experience to record it uh, on a video to be honest uh need to go through a lot of settings blah 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 everything but i think it would turn out to be a good experiment for us as well and uh, to add a little bit heat to the conversation let's just talk about today's match against against real sociedad what do you think about the match how was it how did barca do today Yeah so I mean Barca did wonderfully uh, to be honest uh, no questions because anyone who is looking at the scoreline uh, you know will be able to agree with us uh, but it was not a straightforward game as it it might seem like if you are just looking at uh, let's say on, on the highlights or just looking at uh, onefootball or goal.com I don't know which application you use uh, but to to analyze the game uh, let's start uh, from scratch uh, from the scratch So Barca goes to the city of San Sebastian for their second game, Aniket, uh, second La Liga game after a disappointing draw uh, in the in the opening game, uh, as we discussed. And basically, this game had everything. Uh, a, a cliche, as they say, uh, a game of two halves. First half, well, it was a terrible one uh, uh, by all the standards, and we will analyze. Uh, but the birthday boy Lewandowski and Barca number ten make things easy. A very easy. second half and in general a very easy game if you are just looking at analyzing it uh, as blaugrana won 4-1 away at anoeta stretching chavi's unbeaten run to 10 games now and you get mind you 10 away games in the la liga chavi uh, went with the with the changed formation today and many many changes from the previous game uh, actually his lineup re- literally ridiculed our prediction as we uh, you know gave out in the last episode and even we tweeted out we gave on instagram but i i think arike this is this is what going to happen in the future games uh, to especially to the club which you know which has uh, an array of world class and amazing players who are competing for one spot and uh, i think uh, you know we as fans and as analyzing analyzers of the game we would be happy to be wrong every time if we are wrong and yet the players are scoring like four goals every half or every go- every game so let's start up with the lineup today so the lineup today it was it was like a surprise it, it was like a blast of surprises to me well we predicted the last game uh, in the last podcast actually we said that there there is going to be a change in the formation i am happy about that but the predictions which we took the, in the last one it was totally different from what we uh, were seeing in this in this game today uh, so the formation today which uh, chavi used was 3241 uh, so the three defenders were christensen eric garcia and araujo we were having our pivots uh, as gavi and franky dio in the front four line we were having balde uh, torres pedri and dembele and our number 9 for today was levendowski so a good lineup but what i am uh, confused about is what is ferran torres doing in this lineup like 
I am totally surprised about you, it. You We you came you came to the point us. straight. Uh, you came to the point straight. Yes. You don't have. You're not beating the bush. No, no BS here. Let's let's just get it rolling. Let's just do the analysis here. What is Farhan Torres doing? We have Ansu Fati, who is healthy and fit, not tired. Uh, we have Rafinha, who had extremely good game the last game. He did not make any mistakes. We did not create well. we created many chances we had 21 shots in the last game as well so these guys were doing perfectly well but my question again what is farhan torres doing in this lineup again we will talk about his game in the coming section of our podcast one of the interesting facts which i want to tell you guys is uh, the french center back jules koundé was supposed to be on the lineup today but as we all know we were not able to register him so we had a little bit of problem with our lineup today araujo uh, eric garcia and christiansen seemed to be a little bit dull in the defense line and we did not even have serginio dest in the squad for today's game so yeah that, that that's how the squad looked today and that's how we went in the game today yeah i mean serginio desting aniket we we discussed this uh, last episode I don't understand. Okay, I mean it's understandable that he wants to push him out, but as a, for example, if he's going for three four three two four one or whatever three four three or three, I don't know what kind of lineup he because uh, I, I remember when we were watching the game, there was one of the commentators who said that it was supposed to be a diamond and Pedri's at the front end of the diamond, and to be honest. to me it did not look like a diamond because uh, we discussed many times and so it was just like on the sides and there was nothing in between so i don't know what kind of formation that was or maybe it was just chaotic maybe it was really hard for you know the players to understand well, the new system what i thought sorry to interrupt you but what i thought was uh, shavi strategy could have been for this game is just push wide on the pitch so that it opens up more space on the wings and just play through the wings instead of the instead of the center line so that could have been one of his strategies but uh interestingly did not paid off is what i yeah, think but, of him I mean, for a team who has pedri you know you cannot just keep playing on the wings it's not acceptable and uh, okay i mean we will go through the game but uh, you know pedri at once he was playing as a pivot it is unacceptable he this guy is one of the you know he he is called pedri potter not to be you know playing okay i am not undermining busi's role and a pivot and a cdm is as you know majestic and as you know artistic as any like iniestas and chavis could be but still there is a difference and pedri's job is not to play as a pivot his job is to go ahead and his job is to you know create those final passes in the final third so i, I don't know okay but anyway uh, what a first half literally the perfect half for a neutral football fan and surely not a good half for you know barcelona loyalist because it was really hard aniket to see the midfielders and defenders struggle uh, you know yes the aggression front uh, let's say lewandowski and uh, balde on the on the left side and dembele uh, i will not say ferrand torres his name uh point you so the aggression front seemed you know okay they were having a couple of good goals at uh let's say goal uh both the teams you know came up with high defense line and a lot of pressing but the pass like you know passing aspect was really poor especially in the first half and uh if you are a barcelona loyalist 
it was a poor first half uh, by like you know by any standard by any valverde setien koman any standard i mean i literally uh, the first half sort of reminded me of what mediocre football that we used to play so but you know it is what it is in the first half yeah the first half looked like uh, we were crumbling the game let's just start for in the first minute like just the first minute after the whistle it was a magisterial run from this young guy balde on the left hand side he gives it perfectly to lewandowski our number 9 who just had to tap the ball inside the goal inside the net and boom barca 1-0 in the 55th second not even first minute i would say 55th second of the match we were 1-0 and how do you feel about that it's it was so empowering it was i, I mean i could have imagined the match to going to be 5-0 6-0 in the first minute we scored one goal i was so pumped up and i was so high at that point yeah i mean it was to be honest uh, i couldn't believe it because normally always after first half we stay at 0-0 so it was an unbelievable feeling that oh we scored especially in in seconds not even the the score uh, the you know the the clock hadn't even touched a minute which was like a rare, yes. rare moment for us because we we don't directly go on goal so this is what for example you understand the aggression front or let's say the mindset of chavi that he wants to attack he wants players to attack from literally not even minute first but first second so you know you can you can let's say decipher many things out of it but uh, five minutes later so the happiness couldn't uh, you know stay for long time in barcelona and uh, yeah in fans's mind but five minutes later uh, la real equalized with a blunder mind you from frenkie de jong uh, in the deep midfield of barca so it was like um, let's say just close to the final third for uh, for la real cubo uh, and one of the uh, another uh, other la real players i don't remember his name but they were trying to you know double tackle or double uh, let's say double mark frenkie de jong and he lost his footing uh, and then you know it was just a, a series of bad luck uh, deflections from from Barca so David Silva gets the ball he tries to pass the ball to uh, Isak on the on the right if i'm not wrong and then there was yes. first deflection coming from Christensen the ball deflects to, to on the Christensen's leg or i guess thigh and then it, the ball reaches Isak and then Isak i mean when when i uh, saw the uh, you know when i saw the goal when it happened it happened so quickly of course uh, i thought that wow you know out of this world finish yeah, yeah out of the f- world chip from you know exactly how we used to play in fifa uh, from isak yeah. but but then when we you know the slow motion came up and then it was clear eric garcia's deflection so it was like you know yeah i mean these things happen against barcelona i don't know how like i i seriously don't know how either either as we say uh, Uh, the opposition goalkeeper suddenly becomes i don't know like uh, uh manuel neuer maybe yeah manuel neuer and then this time series of deflection and series of bad luck but yeah so 1-1 pretty yes, pretty you could not even you could not even condone the 
Markante toast taken for this goal because no, it no. was not his fault at all. No, no, it no, was no, just no. some series of deflection forced from Christensen, the second not from e- Eric Garcia, and not even Eric Garcia. I, because normally no, we no. are we we are really hard on Eric Garcia, but mind you, Eric yeah. Garcia was he was very comfortable. He, I mean, nine out of ten challenges, if he makes, you know, in nine out of ten, ten uh, let's say tackles or attempts to tackle. he will get the ball he will get the ball either yeah. you know completely a good tackle or he will you know push the ball outside the the line so one out of 10 yeah it's really bad luck these things don't happen but okay uh, good feeling from defenders but the problem is what happened next because i i think the way they scrambled and then probably they did not plan to lose so quickly because probably it was first time that they changed out of position Uh, of course last time i mean in general i don't think they changed a lot uh, from position wise because normally aniket we we know that uh, even if we play 433 what happens is uh, two center backs you know they go on the side they of, go wide on the line yeah they go, yeah, wide. They go wide on the line cdm yeah, back squares a little bit yeah yeah cdm comes back so it's like three at the back and mm-hmm. then you know uh, full backs run on the line but this mm-hmm. time there was no coming back from the full back so what was yeah. there the yeah. only three backs were trying to you know do the to both of the things and it mm-hmm. was probably hard probably it was a position you know change in the position let's say block in the mind that yes we are change, we are playing with a different position what i thought what i thought was they were not comfortable in the 4 uh, 3 sorry 3 2 4 one configuration like the formation so these three full backs uh, mind you the plan of this game was to uh, on the three de- defending line there should have been kunde but yeah. instead of kunde we had araujo uh, christensen and garcia so that would have made a lot of difference because we were really hoping to register kunde for this match but unfortunately due to some circumstances due to our player not going uh, uh how do i say this the salary burden or something like that so mm. just due to that we could not register kunde and this formation literally fell in pieces in the first half is what i uh, could think of in this game for now because uh, i could have many instances where no one was marking their wingers uh, i could have seen that many times on the left hand side araujo was there but there was no one marking the winger so it's responsibility of some of the midfielders to mark the winger because we just have three players standing there as uh, your defenders but no marking on the wings that mm. would have easily uh, given them the chances to cross the ball across and shoot at the goal which they did and fortunately our goalkeeper uh, markante trostig and sir saved the day for barcelona many times this uh, in the first half i would say so that yeah, was yeah. one important uh, point for me surely i mean i i i completely agree with you uh, that let's say kunde should have been there and this plan was supposed to be for kunde and it's very i don't know probably because uh, araujo had a good last season he, he looked solid this season probably maybe he is not comfortable on the right or chavi expects him to do something else because uh, i remember mm-hmm. even in last season uh, chavi had him substituted uh before like on 60 minutes and 55 minutes why because he was not passing the ball and he wanted his center backs to you know to be comfortable on the ball probably 
just too much thinking is has disturbed his mindset and he seemed to have lost his comfort i don't know maybe i am thinking too much or so, to be a barcelona center back it's a very big responsibility because the center backs here are not just to defend your game at barcelona starts from the center backs your goalkeeper would pass the ball to center backs they are the main pieces who would control the ball for the first half not for the first half like the first couple of passes basically to get to the pivot or to get to the full backs so that is what barcelona that, that is how barcelona works like but in this game there was no full backs so there was no that support uh, usually what happens is when you have an overcrowding in the center you go to your full backs they come back a little bit you pass them and then you find the pivot and then you move forward but in this game there were no full backs so these three could i mean yeah they were okay. overwhelmed maybe i think and the, could the not problem, have the pressure yeah the problem with araujo i think he's like as you know he's very very good at let's say tackling or getting the ball out but once he has the ball when there is pressure from the opposition i think he crumbles especially when if he is out of the position i remember in last season uh if you remember again it was the game against uh, it was the el clasico uh, when we uh, when barcelona won 4-0 he made like couple yeah. of dribbles on the right hand side uh and he like you know he was probably one of the one of the fastest players uh but this mm-hmm. season he seems really uncomfortable he either he takes the ball and whenever he's passing the ball to someone else for example one th- there could be three scenarios one if he's passing the if he gets the ball he he uh, under the pressure he returns the ball to the same center back or let's say uh, ter stegen uh, from where he, mm-hmm. he got the ball or from whom he got the ball scenario 1 scenario 2 he loses the ball okay he cannot take the ball or he, like, either he, uh, either due to the tackle from opposition player the ball goes out or he completely loses the position and then there is counter attack or the third scenario that he can pass the ball to another player or he can dribble which is rare but even if he's passing the ball to someone else it seems like okay somehow he managed that it's never comfortable it's never as if as yeah. if smooth as if okay yes he took the ball he let, let's say took a step or under the pressure of course if he is of course not under pressure then of course there is he can pass but uh, yeah i mean this is the thing but anyway uh, you know araujo is not only the player who was at the fault uh, another cl- clearly visible issue was Uh, as as we discussed in you know some minutes ago is the is the i don't know formation or all the players were really on the sides or in general even, there was too much gap there yeah, the I mean, was completely open yeah, yeah so it was so so much open the distance was so much so the distance was a weird problem because sometimes we, i observe that the distance is too less so for example there was defensive uh, uh, for example lareal was making counter attack and then yeah. all the players were coming back and in that aspect there were there was like a cluster so it was really hard mm-hmm. for players to find each other or they were confused whom to pass whose position is what so who needs to run and who needs to stay who needs to go back who needs to change his position so it was too much confusion because the cluster had did not seem to be like you know have a clear formation or there was too much distance where we saw like many times it was it was even happening in the second half so if you remember once uh in the second half so we will discuss about it later but just uh, now we are here there was like one player i think it was levendovsky or 
Ferrantorris, I don't remember. Yeah, uh, it was Lewandowski. I I could yeah, remember that and, situation. And yeah. Dustigan gave like a flat, uh, long kick to Lewandowski. He lost the ball clearly because it's hard. Uh, because there was only one Barcelona player in their half or their uh final third. Uh, we lost the ball. We and then they made a counter attack. So it ha- it was happening many times. So either the the, the distance was too less. it was too clustered the, the the passing was not good or the distance was too too much and then there was only option was a player gets a good dribble like pedri or gavi or yes. uh, dembele which was and again if they do it they will lose the ball you yeah. make a dribble you yeah. lose the ball it's it's very you know with dembele and with balde it was happening quite frequently or there is was another option if the distance is too much you you make a long ball you play a long ball and you lose the position so it was not comfortable as a barcelona fan to look at what the strategy was and how you know the the passing was going on in general yeah i completely agree with you uh, one of the points i would like to add to what you said is when watching the game on the screen you could see nine of 10 players nine of 11 players you could see on a single screen yeah. so what does that mean like everyone is just concentrated in a particular area and there is no one to pass the ball around to move the ball around so uh, that's a very good point made but i just want to move a little bit further in the 44th minute what happened was four of our barca players were in the in the box and someone from uh, the sociosa the real sociedad side just came and ran through our players and our players were totally confused so as to whom should go and attack the player and meanwhile they just crossed the ball inside then david silva came and he took a shot and uh, again tostegan saved yeah, our day it was tostegan who saved But the day exactly it was, yeah i mean they were totally confused there was I, i i'm not sure it was christiansen and eric garcia both of them were just looking at the at the player and no one yeah. was going to attack him it's like Yeah, I, I mean, was so confused. I, I think they so were confused. confused. Like, yeah. What was going on? They were It confused just, if maybe. a player has to mark the player or it exactly. was really confusing for players exactly yeah. Yeah, so this could have been one of the impacts of the formation change. They were not clear in their mind if this happens who should go and attack and who should stay at the his position to defend there. Mm-hmm. But I think uh yeah, if 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 it, if it would not have been for Tostigan we would have almost considered uh, two more goals for sure in the first yeah, half yeah. i'm seeing yeah. i am not there in the second half yet so yeah that was the 44th minute and i think after that it was uh, the, the half time whistle before even you can you know you you move on to next point i would like to mention uh, and just actually not mention but just to add to your point is tostigan was amazing i mean i think mm. when we discuss about giving man of the matches a man of the match uh i think we should distribute it in you know man of the half because if you look at the first yeah. half it was you know okay lewandowski scored and okay we'll discuss this later but in general terstegen as you said terstegen was the one who saved the day for barcelona because if he yep. he had considered like two goals then the game was over you you cannot play yeah, 3-1 in the first half yeah. in the first half it, it if it would have been 3-1 there would have been a lot of pressure on barcelona like yeah. it's away game first of all it's an away game there were too many uh, sociedad fans who were cheering for their team and the 
pressure would have been immense on our team that we would have uh, succumbed to our own mistakes and succumbed to our own uh, what do you say uh, faults and something like that that would have changed the face of the game but fortunately tostegin was the man of the first half as you said like really i would be happy to give him man of the first yeah. half and with with captaincy band for the first time this season yes. uh, and a great performance as he i mean i think he was clearly overlooked uh, we might see something in the press tomorrow but let's see uh, but he completely deserves the place he 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 is yes. the man he, he and, was the and, man leading yeah. leading the team with examples like yeah this is how you should be this is how yeah. you should be for your team always there to support even in the last season aniket we were discussing that it is really sad to see what is happening to player like this because uh, especially against psg in the great remontada uh, the the way he showed courage and okay everyone go up i will be here we 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 wanted such a leader on on the pitch and yeah. today he showed why he is the leader why he is the right person and uh, in the summer even in the summer there were there were a lot of rumors that chavi doesn't consider him as a you know as number 1 and he yeah. he can be sold but uh, it was clearly there's rumors were clearly slashed by chavi that no the project revolves around him and right decision and uh, not having a clean sheet is actually a sad reality for tostegan because he deserved it he deserved to have a clean yeah. sheet he deserved it today but it's okay if it's not his fault to be honest it's not his fault at yeah. all the first goal even i would not say it was our defender's fault but no yeah, no yeah it was, was frankie dion's it was frankie dion's fault yes if you have he, to yeah if you have yeah. to uh, put blame on someone you can put it on frankie dion because he no, lost the ball it's not but, just okay. that i if i have to put blame it is his fault that's it's as simple as possible as frankie dion as yes. you know as the most senior midfielder Who, who is playing of the team on, right now yeah who who is on the pitch for barcelona mm-hmm. you cannot you cannot concede a ball like this so anyway yeah you so can't be- expect this from frankie dio yeah so just before the first half whistle uh, we actually uh, barcelona actually got twice like two chances uh, to score but unfortunately it couldn't be uh, the first chance uh, gavi there was a good uh, good ball for gavi uh but uh, la real uh, goalkeeper alex remiro reached the ball sooner uh, than gavi uh, actually i i i was a bit scared because he dashed into gavi's stomach uh, which was you mm-hmm. know a bit bit mm-hmm. uh, i mean it could have gone you know it was so quick so it could have gone in the favor of gavi getting a penalty but unfortunately uh, it was a good challenge but it was quite dangerous for gavi Uh, and seconds later the second chance uh, you know came for uh, lewandowski there was a header opportunity for lewandowski he headed it but it was clearly in the hands of uh, alex remiro so safe pair of hands i mean as especially especially in the in the first half both the goalkeepers had a good game uh, chaotic first half as we discussed uh, a good start for barca uh, in the first minute but they lose comfort right away uh, Aniket, let's let's start with the second half. So, second half uh, started with uh, both teams unchanged with the same formation, no substitution, nothing. Uh, might be Chavi just uh, I don't know. They would have Chavi would have uh, given them a quite a nice and long lecture about the possession game, about their defense and stuff like that. But in the fifty second minute, right, uh, 
I think six minutes in the second half, in the seven minute, to be honest, in the second half, uh, we saw a goal from Larial, but fortunately, it was ruled to be offside. The 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 pitch referee went to the VAR, and there was a little bit of confusion as to should that be given offside or should that be given the goal. But as the rule book says, if the player is trying or if the player is uh, going for the ball, it should have been given offside straight away. So that is what happened. That is what the inference of the game was. And yeah, uh, good decision by VAR and the referees there. So yeah. the game still remains 1-1. Just, just to make a correction, uh, referee did not go to VAR. So there was no VAR used. It was just on-pitch uh, referee's decision. Oh, it if, was on-pitch referee's yeah, decision? Yeah. On a field. good decision, I must yeah. say. Then, yeah, yeah clearly, and I, I, I actually did not understand why uh, Larial captain uh, uh, he was even contesting for a for a goal Oscar, because it was yeah, yeah it was it yeah. was a, it was a stupid. And I remember Dustigan was going to uh, let's say the referee and the captain explaining him why it was offside because it was clearly an offside. You how exactly he was literally was going offside. On, he yeah. was he was diving. He was going all in for the ball, and then you are contesting that it's, yeah. it's not an offside. Like, what is this going on? Yeah. Anyway, uh, on fifty fifth minute, uh, Gavi steals the ball in in a dangerous territory in Larial's ball, uh, Larial's uh, box, and uh, but unfortunately he couldn't see Dembele, who was completely free on the on the right side, and he tries a shot, gets blocked, still one one. Uh, but the a very let's say positive thing happened for me personally uh, on 66 minute uh, on I think 63rd minute yes uh, Ansu and Rafinha come on as a first set of substitution for Ferran and Balde. Balde had a good game. Uh, he had a he had an assist so yes cheers for him kudos to him. His uh, first game this season, and he had a good uh, preseason. Uh, yes, uh, you know he had a big audition, so that to 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 answer the question that if he can, you know, play as a backup for Jordi Alba, uh, or we still need to, you know, uh, get Marcus Alonso. So I'm not sure because he had a good assist, but he did not have like a great game as we discussed. Okay, he did not concede. Any ball or any position, he did not make a mistake so that, you know, to make, uh, to let's say, uh, uh, force a chance uh, for uh, for Larial. But he, he did not create as well. Probably, you know, okay, we cannot mm-hmm. put the put the blame on the on the young uh, wing back, probably because even for him, it was a change in formation and he will probably learn. Uh, but I don't know. So, it was a mixed game. But for this guy... Which I am, I am, I have reserved my words. Ferran Torres, he doesn't deserve to wear the jersey right now, especially. Well, to... it, does he deserve to start the game for Barcelona playing eleven, starting eleven? Impossible, impossible. I don't understand this. I, I trust Xavi. You know, we trust Xavi. Uh, since he has come, we have never complained. We believe in him. We trust him. We trust in the process. You know, we keep sharing and praising him. But what I don't understand is after the game, in the press conference, he says that Pedri and Ferran 
had a good game in the middle if per aferan had a good game in the middle i don't understand football yes of course i don't understand even i don't know 0.01% when compared to chavi surely but as a as a fan who is watching the game for like more than more than one and a half decades i'm sure he did not have a good game in the middle he had one chance scoring chance which he uh, blasted clear scoring chance yeah. sorry to disturb you interrupt yeah. you yeah a good disturbance he he blasted it outside and then nothing then nothing for the whole you know for the whole 60 63 minutes nothing and i don't understand i see this don't understand when when you started actually uh, to you know to i i think you mentioned in the when you were discussing about lineups is especially when we have ansu who is fit who we have rafinia uh, who is fit i understand in the in the long on the in the long season when we are playing like in four different competitions super league not super league but super copa uh, champions league and copa del rey and la liga and what not these saudi arabian leagues they play the friendlies i understand it's a long season there are many tournaments to play for uh, you know to play in uh, you need players you, you know you you need players who can come in have a have a go you can rotate basically yeah. you need some player rotation so that yeah. no pair of legs are getting tired like pedri what happened to pedri last yeah, game like so a burnout yeah. Yeah. yeah but not in the second game not in the second game after where, when you have missed the complete uh, pre season he has mm-hmm. missed the complete pre season because of injury uh, he has not played the last game not even one minute and then he directly starts the second game against uh, you know la real which is a good team uh, away I don't understand this. I genuinely Mind don't. You, we had, yeah, we we did not even win under uh, Pep Guardiola on the on uh, in Saint Sebastian. So yeah, yeah. So you understand, you know the 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 intensity of these games and how can how can Ferran Torres start this game? I don't understand. It's beyond. That was really uh, yeah. Yeah, that was a surprise for me to see Ferran Torres in the starting lineup, but. Uh, maybe chavi believes in him and wants him to improve and score at barcelona let's just hope that chavi is doing like his plan works is what i want to say at all so let's, he let's move on so and and i want to focus on so of course you are going to talk about the uh, you know the, the second goal for barca but he he leaves ansu comes in to play on his position mm-hmm. and then please explain what happened in the in the in the following minutes so ansu comes in in the 63rd or 64th minute two minutes on the pitch this guy our number 10 mr ansuma nefati what he does is he gives so let's just start from the beginning so there was rafinia who just pre-assisted ansu fati with the ball he just passed it to uh, to mind you rafinia was on the right hand side so from the right hand side the ball got in the middle of the pitch to uh, to ansu fati who perfectly perfectly backheeled it to dembele i mean when i was thinking of that pass uh, i was watching the game i i was just thinking in my mind ansu please just give it to dembele somehow i don't know how somehow just passed the ball to dembele and there i could see a clear chance what this 
magisterial boy does is he backheels it towards dembele and a perfect finish from dembele i mean just in the back of the net uh, i think we just scored that goal in in fifa and yeah. messi used to score that goal like quite often that was one of the most perfect finishes by uh, dembele i would say but more importantly it was perfect backheel pass no. backheel assist from uh, our golden boy not the golden yeah. boy but ansu fati but so the the backheel was also like uh, what you see in fifa is because yeah. when when you are you know when you are watching the game on like television you understand okay there is a player who is coming at the back so okay you can yeah. do it but while playing it he so for ansu maybe it's just like playing fifa it's easy for him maybe he sees no, what the game. i think yeah what i got from his game is he just has all map in his mind that yes i have dembele right in uh, right, right at my back so there would be someone to cover my back he just give it a back heel and you know what happened uh, next yeah. so yeah man it was amazing to watch this guy second minute on the pitch he creates a masterclass yeah and this is actually you missed a point but this is the bar which is which has been set for players who will play on the aggression front for barcelona and ferran torres is miles yeah. apart miles apart from you know reaching this level yeah ansu fati just came on yeah. the pitch he changed the dynamics of the game in the first mind, half i would say in you, the 16th so, sorry to interrupt but mind you he did not have a good preseason either ansu fati was still yeah. struggling with injury he was he just had an interview and i was actually was quite stressed after reading this interview is he said that after because uh, after his injuries he did not have uh, let's say conventional uh, surgeries he had like a bit off beat uh, you know non surgical medical treatment and uh, he, mm-hmm. even after even after you know uh, spending some time in the rehab he is still not feeling exactly 100% uh, which he was expecting yeah. to be and that's the reason he couldn't play for more than 60 minutes or 50 minutes and in the preseason so he was he himself was a bit stressed and after this he comes on 2 minutes 3 minutes the play the, the game is not going well there is no there is no vibe there is no vibe there yeah. is no there was dynamics. no dynamics we could not see the dynamics what what was going on so mm. yeah but uh, but a wonderful player and amazing so again after coming on for 3 minutes he literally gets chance you know and so uh, just uh, just after like a minute after assisting this wonderful goal uh, in the similar fashion as dembele finished but uh, unfortunately this ball is saved by alex remiro uh, but nothing to worry 2 minutes later that he i mean i have this i cannot explain this goal so for example i'll i'll go th- so this goal has layers so i'll go so I'll you explain. you have to go it from start yeah. huh you just yeah, have to yeah, go exactly. from start one by one what happened Ex- and exactly. how did we score and I, i want to explain the layers as how i understood it or i felt it so i'm if i'm not sure pedri gives the or rafinha or pedri i'm not sure gives the ball to ansu ansu mm-hmm. heads it to the to the mid to the middle 
you know just after so the, the middle one was pedri pedri yeah, middle yeah. of the box was pedri so yes so medri pedri receives the ball and he again tries to feed ansu and then there were many so he was standing inside the box on the left uh, there were many many larial players and somehow the ball gets released out of the many larial players it comes to lewandowski and lewandowski is as uh, as uh, you know as they say he's cool as, as yeah cool as kukumba or those kind of you know uh, anecdotes for for lewandowski goal bam 3-1 barca completely on top then the the broadcasters show slow motion and we are thinking yeah okay uh, lewandowski was lucky to get the ball there but then in the so moment, what i thought so, sorry to disturb you what i thought in the meanwhile was yeah it was a lucky lucky goal for lewandowski he just received the ball somehow like maybe deflection from larial players because in the real time you could not see what exactly happened so i was just thinking it was a fluke that lewandowski got the ball and he yeah. got it on the goal a, yeah a birthday a birthday a birthday gift from god probably yes know, uh, so that's what i thought yeah. now yeah, go and, ahead but then in the slow motion we understand that he was literally surrounded by four to five larial players and sufati he gives the ball he he i think it was his first touch he directs the ball to lewandowski while falling because there were many uh, larial player who was you know who were trying to uh, tackle him and who were trying to uh, i don't know manhandle him he so he was literally falling and then he passed the ball to lewandowski intentionally and that was not a de- deflection it was a straight bisecting pass to lewandowski he is something else he is he is amazing world class i mean if <laughs> world class had meaning it's him and he is i mean you you talk about quick impacts and here we see i don't know how many like 6 minutes 7 minutes and two uh, two assist two not two assist two assist which without which the goal were, goals were impossible so these kind of assist so there's a difference it's not like okay you give a assist to let's say you remember the the goal the wonderful goal of messi against real madrid uh, you know where he dribbled past four to five uh, real madrid players and then he uh, just you know tapped the ball inside just uh, besides casillas so that that goal was assisted by busquets not that assist because in that game in that goal busquets did nothing in yeah. this goal there is no goal without this assist so ansu makes things happen and you know uh he we need him you know if of if course we, of course i mean it's i don't know you know i i get speechless you know we have to talk so much about the game but he makes us speechless this is his power and you know the rightful heir to the the perfect number 10 the perfect number 10 heir that we can find bam so i would one. i would again say this like Ansu Fati literally changed the dynamics of today's game. He was on the pitch for like 7-8 minutes. We scored two goals, two assists from this incredible boy. Like I mean every player should think like Ansu Fati. He was so impressive on the pitch. He touched the ball and it was something creative from this guy. Like his intention was clear. He had to attack the goal. 
he was going on for it like i don't know how to put it in words but the whole dynamics of the game the whole dynamics of the team uh, changed after we got the first substitution and uh, here i would like to also add one more point about our manager mr chavi so what he i think he is a reactive type of manager what he thought previously uh, his strategy like changing the formation 3241 it did not work but in the half time while the first half and in the half time he was analyzing the game what was going in the game how the how the la real players were reacting and how they were pressing everything like that and after the half time he completely changed the strategy he got us two substitutions balde as you said he was playing good ferran torres as usual his normal game he made those two changes he got ansu fati on the pitch and you see we were flying in colors we were just scoring two goals in 8 minutes or 10 minutes something like that so i think our manager is a reactive kind of manager uh, and not the strategic uh, kind of manager is what i think of him but moving ahead we had a second set of substitution in the 72nd minute alba comes in for dembele and uh, rafinha was on the r- right hand side uh, if i'm not wrong yes no, no, no. i think Raf- uh, after alba rafinha rafinha yeah, after that the... yeah after that uh, rafinha went on the right hand side so we had levandowski in the center rafinha on the right hand side and dembele uh was on the left hand side so this no, dembele was substituted so dembele got oh, out sorry, for yeah. alba oh sorry dembele yeah dembele was substituted so for ansu alba was ansu was on the left wing yes ansu was on the left wing and this came in the 72nd minute so this is how our team looked like in the 72nd minute yeah i mean i i sort of agree with you uh, on this uh, act, reactive uh, kind of attitude which chavi shows uh and okay so that that i think when we when we think deeply and we discuss this point during the game uh, also aniket but when now when we were talking i was just thinking so it's i think there are two aspects out of this is one is it's okay so he it's good that he he is let's say flexible enough or he has like a plan b or a backup plan to to understand that okay this is not going this is not going good so mm-hmm. this is these things are need to be done to he makes change those things changes quickly yeah, yeah he and he, he has this quickly he has a good knack of making substitutions i mean in mm-hmm. all the episodes when we have discussed uh it maximum have maximum episodes have uh, you know uh, 0 0 in the first half and then in the second half he makes some substitution he if you remember he used to bring adama traore and this luke deong and then there, there, there was a change in the vibe so he has a good knack of substitution uh, so it's good that he has a backup plan probably he understands the game during the game is is being played and probably he has a good let's say uh effect you know on the players mindset especially when they go for like in the in the in the half time but for example if in the first half sometimes you your your let's say your luck is not good or you you concede three four goals and then for example if tersteken was not having this game as we discussed earlier and if the game was 3-1 down then yeah. there is hardly yeah. anything which you can react to because then there is nothing left 
you cannot you know completely cool. okay yes there is a sense of remontada but you can have you cannot have a remontada every time it happens yeah, once it would have been immense pressure on the players as well like if you are away and if you are three down that that changes the game totally that totally changes the game yeah yeah uh but i hope that with experience this things will change uh, and he will not need often to use his plan b and backup plans and his plan a will succeed uh but uh, yes it's a process it it doesn't happen overnight so we go on and we trust chavi as we we have always done uh but but after the formation uh, you know barca looked very comfortable uh, even i mean after scoring uh, Uh, those goals Barca look comfortable, not in you know lethargic point of view because it's Barcelona, it's Pep's idea of football, so it's Xavi, which which Xavi is continuing. After three one, we don't stop. We are not happy. We are not just gonna pass the ball around. No, what we do, we no go for another goal. No parking the bus now. Yeah, Back so we go for error, no parking the bus. Yeah. So we go for another goal and seventy nine minutes. Uh, it was like uh, what. Barca were struggling in the first half. Uh, probably are you this kidding is, me? Yeah, are, are you, are you, yeah, probably. I mean, probably this is the question which was asked by Ansu. Is like, what you were struggling? Uh, I don't remember. Uh, if someone watches second half, what you really? I mean, you must be kidding me. What the game uh, was going on in the second half? So it was literally like that. Uh, Rafinha passes the ball uh, to Lewandowski, and again the same guy, the pre sister. So. Okay, but let me just continue, and then we will come back to this point. And now, now, now there is the role is reversed because initially in the last goal, Ansu was the one who made Ansu the goal happen. Yeah, and without Ansu, the goal was not possible. Possible, and Lewandowski was the one who you know who enjoyed the fruit. And this time, the role was reversed. The favor was reversed, and the the favor was you know uh, given back by Lewandowski. he gets the ball he controls the ball with with something you don't see often you know this is this is something which uh which happens probably in training sessions you know it doesn't happen on pitch this is the this is the reason he's called one of the best players uh, right now he controls the ball and he pushes the ball you know like 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 you know you remember that uh ibrahimovic's uh, goal like you know he yeah the like side this. kick yeah, yeah the side, side kick, kick. He, yeah. he literally passes the ball you know from his behind maybe he you know he seems like lewandowski has eyes on the back and he can rotate his foot uh, so that he can just you know he knows where to pass with a rotated foot and stuff he he passes the ball to uh, ansu fati who is just sitting on, on the number 9 position and he can i mean this is one of the most clinical finishes i have seen in let's say in this season or in last season there is no what i like about ansu is it's his belief that hmm. it's his instinct that i will do this there is no second thought he he trust himself he you know he he believes on his skill and he believes that what he he wants to do it will happen and that's the reason probably it happens because yeah. its belief is something else the courage that he he brings on i mean of course the i'm not you know the 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 finish was a normal finish you know uh, a routine day in the office for you know a player like ansu fati or lewandowski but what is 
praiseworthy is there is no second thought he there is no hesitation he decides that yeah. he will go on this way he goes on this way and boom it's goal so he shoots the ball and it's goal it's like yeah, yeah it's my normal normal thing guys don't just make a make a balloon out of it it's my normal thing that's what it looked like for him yeah and the rafinha thing which we were discussing in in i think two of the three goals so, so, which sorry to cut you off here mm-hmm. i just want to point to one thing here with that levandowski's kick i just want to remind you of his age this guy is 34 years old eh? yeah and it's it's his second professional game for this club he has yes, changed he is not young anymore he yeah. has he is 34 years old and this is what his level of playing is yeah i mean it was it was literally, literally uh, it was literally boon uh, god gifted barcelona okay you lost messi you get lewandowski i mean it's unbelievable uh, how good he is and how lucky we are to have him yeah uh, but but i was just talking about rafinha is out of the three goals uh, two out of the three goals which barca scored in the second half rafinha was the pre-assister okay it could just be a coincidence but before you know just uh, sweeping the coincidence off and you know not you know let's let's discuss about him that he knew that because pre-assisting is also you know let's say a, a different level of understanding of football so what i understand is his vision i would yeah. i would just want to add one more name to this vision list uh in the previous seasons we had danny alves who had this kind of vision he ran from the right side and he had the vision to cross the ball to other uh, wing like changing the wings crossing to the other wing so this guy had the vision and i could see a little bit of glimpse not in the defensive side i'm talking i'm talking about the aggressive side in uh, in rafinha as well he is completely having that vision as to how the game should progress yeah now you can continue yeah, so i mean pent on this point it's it's a praiseworthy skill that he has he has an understanding of whom to give the ball who who is in a better position you know these decisions can make a lot of difference because for example with barcelona we have seen that especially in the in the in the era of valverde and setien and coman is uh, okay players pass the ball uh, unnecessarily i mean just because for the sake of passing football because we are barcelona we are supposed to pass the football yeah the uh, passing game yeah it's it's understandable but this is an intentional reasonable strategic passing with understanding that he everyone has an understanding of what to do next so that a goal can happen and mm-hmm. rafinha is seems to be you know intermingled with this understanding and let's say let's let's hope that he can have uh, i think chavi will will be happy with rafinha pre assisting such goals even without if he's not scoring or assisting these ones i'm pretty sure he was happy with his today's game as well like no doubts about it he really had a good game today two pre assists i would say yeah so in the in the list of pre assist i would like to add one more name it was busquets you yeah, know busquets iniesta i been, mean yeah, you you, you busquets, see as yeah exactly Yeah, you see at uh, Iniesta statistics or Xavi statistics, you you cannot compare. For example, you you see these people comparing uh, Ramos Ramos's goals versus Iniesta's goals. Yes, these people on on paper, you if if let's say if a if a teenager let's let's say is 
watching football now and if he compares uh, on gold.com or transfer market the, the statistics Iniesta yeah. will be one of the mediocre players but when yeah, you look at the pre-assist game yeah this is this is that this does not go on require. paper right yeah. this does not go on paper so it's like just doing his thing and just going back to his own that's it yeah but yeah these players are the ones who make the team because they are the backbone they know they they have the vision to carry the game and yeah man amazing player amazing game for him today uh let's move on to the last pair of substitution it was in the 85th minute where we got a double substitution again we got in sergio busquets and frankie kessi uh it was for frankie diong and gavi meanwhile sergio bus uh, sergio roberto he was playing as our uh, cdm today so let's i mean yeah it's uh, uh, that it's was another, another surprise that was another, another surprise. surprise for me because usually what we have seen sergio roberto playing is on the uh, right back position so that was a surprise for me i hope to see sergio roberto more this season in the midfield i'm not sure let's see how it goes yeah it's especially when when there were reports that pjanic might play this 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 game yes. Uh, yes. Busquets, uh, Busquets red card, and then there was Pedri. Who I, I, initially, who it was Frankie Diong and Gavi, and then Pedri who was yeah. playing as a pivot, and then it was Sergio Roberto. It was a bit confusing. So let's yeah. see. Let's see. I mean, of course. Uh, well, I'm that's sure what that, happens. Yeah. That's what happens when you have an array of players to choose from, and yeah. each one of them is. best at their position so this what this is what happens yeah so aniket let's let's move on to the next uh, segment of this episode uh, which is uh, tfb man of the match and uh, as we discussed uh, yeah shop so first of all man of the match is ansu fati he is oh, he's brilliant. hands down yeah hands down he's brilliant 20 minutes on the pitch Uh, for Ansu and two assists and one goal, absolutely world class. There is nothing else to say. Uh, you know, I I, I read uh, an interesting uh, tweet about Ansu Fati. This uh, Cristobal Soria Chiringuito uh, writer. He said Ansu Fati dignifying the number ten. Uh, you know, uh, is on the on the football club Barcelona shirt, and it's it's. it's it's giving like goosebumps because especially when we discuss the perfect air to the number 10 and then this is literally amazing this is th- these scripts are written in in you know movies this is the that kind of that's stuff that's true yeah that's but anyway true. We, we we need to mention okay of course you can finish and then i'll move on to the next no i was just going to praise uh, the tweet a little bit more like this guy really just made it spot on number 10 ansu fati just glorifying the number 10 yeah but uh, as we discussed in in you know in the initial uh, in the section of the of the episode uh, for the first half we need to still mention uh, dustigan and he is he was the man of uh, the first half because in the second half i think lariel was broken there was not a single yeah. as soon as ansu fati was there and then the pass up like 1 3 1 there was the game was dead there was no even trying to get a consolation prize nothing nope. 
Yeah. Not so even it, a single chance was created yeah, by Latvian yeah, yeah. players in the second half. I think half couple of couple of just uh, free kicks or something, but yeah, that's it. Yeah. There was no game. There was there was no game play shot. basically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, but anyway, Aniket, let's move on to the next segment. So the next segment of this podcast would be TFB ratings, and. Uh, Let's rate the players today. So yeah. Lewandowski uh, for amazing game, two goals, uh, one assist. His birthday as well. Uh, we gave him a rating of eight point five. Alejandro Balde a rating of seven. For Ferran Torres he gets a six. Pedri seven. Dembele seven point five. Gavi six point five. Frankie De Jong six. Christensen 6.5, Eric Garcia 6.5, Araujo 6, Mark Andre Tostegen 7.5. Uh, if you want to give a rating to Ansu Fati, it would be 9, 9.5, even 10. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I would say 9. Yeah, and for Rafini also, I think it could be yeah. easily 7. Could be yes. 7, 7, but 7. Usually, we do not give the ratings yeah. for the substitutes, so. But this Anika, this game was a game of substitutes, so we have to give them. Yes, because the yes. for example, I, I thought without uh, the substitutes, we we were just uh, playing the game just like that. It was nothing, no dynamics, nothing at all. Yeah, but after But the substitutes, I would okay. strongly, I would like to strongly disagree with uh, one point which you made. I I wouldn't agree six for for Antonis. It's too much. Uh, I It's just too much. gave him six. Just for one thing, he did. Uh, it was one of his shots which he took. I thought it was good. He just missed it by inches. That's why I increased it to six, or else it would have been a little bit less. Like he did not contribute at all in the game. Just for one shot, I gave him uh, the rating six. Yeah, and for other substitutes like Roberto Casilla and Robert uh, Alba, it was. Too short a time uh, without much yeah. contribution, so it wouldn't make to make any sense to rate them. Eighty fifth minute, uh, these two guys came in. So yeah. So anyway, Aniket, thanks for the ratings, and uh, let's move on to the next segment of our uh, our episode, which is TFP penalty shootout. Uh, so in this segment. We we discuss uh, the transfer rumors and any administrative stuff happening at Barcelona, uh, which for the whole week basically. Uh, so I, I'll start with uh, the first one. FCB is very very close uh, to push Samuel Umtiti out of the squad. Finally, uh, the plan is that he will join an Italian club, Leeds, Lise, Lise. I don't know how they pronounce in Italian, Lise probably, uh, on loan where hundred percent of his salary. Would be paid by FC Barcelona in the return of uh, some add-ons during the season. So Barcelona just want him out of the, their squad for now. Yeah, 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 yeah. This deal is suggesting. Yeah. So the next one is coming. Uh, that Chelsea. So uh, FCB rejected Chelsea's bid for Aubameyang. Their offer is 17 million plus uh, Alonso, but uh, Barcelona wants straight cash deal for 30 millions. uh without for alonso and uh, maybe the next meeting is uh, uh scheduled on monday if i'm not wrong yeah it's on monday and uh, you know a good thing happened today so i was a bit happy so you know and again we have always been fans of 
other man when he joined we were really happy and uh, he we are really happy with what he's doing he is a fan favorite and uh, you know he's let's say he's intermingled with the with the lifestyle there with all the players he has connection with Lewandowski back from his Dortmund days he has had connection with Dembele uh, again from his Dortmund days so everything is perfect uh but a good offer especially when barcelona is struggling uh, financially could make a lot of difference because we are as we discussed in the initial initial uh, part of the episode that we are still not able to register kunde uh, so his departure uh, will free out a lot of wages so we will be we will accept accept this decision with the whole arms if he decides to to go for for chelsea but the good thing which happened today is Chelsea lost to Leeds in the English Premier League and the scoreline was 3-0. I think it happened for the first time in 20 years that they lost to Leeds. So, you know, these kind of things can make a lot of difference because anyway, Tuchel is under a lot of lot of pressure because uh, he 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 has not got his place and then you know the, what they planned was completely different they wanted to get some some center backs both of the center backs i think left because christensen joined barcelona uh, rudiger joined uh, real madrid and it's it's a lot of mess and with the new owners because he of course the new owners want to make a mark for themselves they might yeah. not even try to negotiate tomorrow they might say okay we need a striker who can come up who can play this good role of who can just uh, start scoring yeah. right away and, and obameyang is one of those strikers who can just yeah, go he, he's and in a, just start he, scoring he is in a good form he you know yeah. in the last season we discussed that 13 starts and 11 goals so it's a good thing let's let's hope that uh, this deal gets done tomorrow and we get our 30 million and we can sign kunde without even uh, sacrificing uh, memphis yeah so uh, about memphis uh, as we discussed Uh, he has his contract termination ready since saturday everything would depend on juventus's decision because uh, a report suggests that just at the end uh, memphis has modified his salary demands and that's the reason the the decision is stalling uh, in return uh, so barcelona will not get anything in return from juventus but juventus has said that they will forgive uh, the 2 million or something uh, close to that figure uh, bonus which still barcelona owes juventus for a pianich and arthur deal so let's see so the next one is coming zubi mendy is held is held as the priority option to replace busquets after he leaves at the end of this season yeah uh i mean it would be hard to replace busquets but uh, it's it's good that they are st- they, they have uh, they still have the, the plan, plan. Yeah, yeah they still have the plan to replace busquets so let's see how it goes kunde is upset with the board of course for not being able to register for today's game yeah this understandably be understandably because uh, it's yeah. been two day, two games and of course he is a professional he wants to play every game uh, he has been told that he would be there but that that it was uh, necessary to facilitate uh, exit, exits you know that ultimately didn't happen we just talked about memphis omtiti and uh, obameyang Uh, the relationship with chavi reportedly however uh, remains intact so next uh, next news again from the chelsea's dressing room thomas tuchel had made it clear that chelsea is not searching for any more midfielders this 
will rule out the signing of Frankie De Jong. So most probably Frankie De Jong will stay at FCB. Yeah, it's uh, anyway we it it was highly unlikely that he he will go. Uh, Jose Manuel uh, Lanza, which is uh, uh, Villarreal's uh, uh, vice president, uh, so he made a statement today that they they are not uh, you know they are not uh, let's say they don't want to make any business or something which relates to or which involves selling of Juan uh, Foyth. Uh, Juan Foyth is a right back uh, in which Barcelona is interested, but uh, a, a bold statement. Let's see how the how does that deal goes. Okay. Next thing is coming up from uh, Serginio Dest point of view. It is still the club is still firm that they do not want to sell the player, and there are no negotiations on the bench for Serginio Dest for now. So let's hope that it's last uh, ten days, nine days uh, remaining in the in the market. And actually, we have so Alemani and Laporta. They have outperformed, uh, and the expectations. This, yeah, yeah. So the players that we have, the squad that Xavi has, is unbelievably good. And it's it's uh, if and the, the way they played in the second half, we can we are eligible to win every single cup and tournament. So. Let's see. Let's see. Let's hope that uh, Xavi gets what he wants completely before the end of uh, the, the market uh, closes. And uh, we are up for grabs here. And let's be a little bit optimistic about the offloading of some of the players so that we could register Kunde and the players which Xavi need in his squad. Yeah. Uh, so, Aniket, let's move on to the last segment of uh, today's episode, which is TFP lineup. <laughs> Uh, in this in this in this segment what we do is we predict a lineup uh, for the next game again with uh, Xavi's uh, selection today it it's really hard but we will still we will still uh, be courageous and we will make uh, a prediction, a prediction so out can, here yeah but uh, so i will what i do is i will just ask you to make it so that i don't get blamed on my twitter or my on my instagram okay so let's do this it's very risky to predict the lineup here because we don't know what uh, formation Chavi is going to play. Let's be optimistic that he is going to continue with what he played today. And let's just go with the lineups. So starting with our goalkeeper, Tostegan, there is no one to replace this guy after solid two games. He is retaining his position. In the defense line, let's just go with Christensen, Eric Garcia and Araujo, same as today. If we can register Kunde, I would put Kunde in the line for Eric Garcia. So Christensen, Kunde and Araujo, if we are able to register Kunde in the upcoming week. In our midfield, uh, on the left-hand side, we would have Rafinha, Pedri, Busquets and Gavi. So that would be our midfield. And in the attacking line, Ansu Fati and Lewandowski are untouchable, so they would start the game for Barcelona. And on the right-hand side, we would be having Dembele. So that would be our predicted lineup for next match against Real Valladolid. Perfect. So let's hope that we our prediction does not get ridiculed once again as it happened today. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I 
I actually agree with uh, what you predicted, and it's 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 a good prediction according to the form and the way players played. Uh, but uh, anyway, I get a wonderful win uh, today, especially after what happened in the last game. So we move ahead. Uh, there is one uh, friendly coming in the in the midweek against Manchester City. So unfortunately, uh, because of the time constraints, we won't be able to. Uh, we won't be able to. So we we will still watch it, uh, the two of us, but we will not be able to make a podcast out of it uh, because, uh, of course, we uh, right now we we cannot make like two two episodes per week. Uh, but we will surely keep tweeting about it. So follow our Twitter, uh, follow our Instagram on TFB underscore Pod. Uh, we are available on actually many many platforms on audio, uh, Spotify. Uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor, um, Amazon Music, uh, which was a new addition to our platform list, and now we are we are going to upload uh, this video podcast on YouTube. Uh, so please like, comment, and subscribe to to whatever platform uh, you are using or you are convenient you find convenient to listen to or to watch us on. Uh, so thank you so much aniket for talking to me uh, today and uh, it was a pleasure and it 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 feels much nicer on especially on a sunday night to sleep after barcelona win uh, so so i think you have two days off so now you can still uh, chill for two days but tomorrow morning i have i have to go to work so i'll go and dash onto my bed now so thank you so much and uh, for sabasha Thank you very much for Sabarsa. Bye bye. Take care. Bye bye.